Hello and welcome. This is Pastor Terry, and I'd like to welcome you to my Bible study podcast. This daily podcast is a place where we take the teachings of Scripture seriously, but ourselves, not so much. Join us as we dive into the sacred words of the Bible. Each time we read, we pray, we change the world. Welcome to Pastor Terry's Bible Study Podcast. Well, good morning or hello. Welcome to today's podcast. It's morning for me. I don't know when you're listening to this, but hello and welcome to today's podcast. It is Tuesday, July the 19th, 2022. And hope you're having a great day. If it is morning or noon or evening, when next day, whatever. Glad you're uh, glad you're jumping on to hear a little bit of the Proverbs and get some wisdom uh, for your life. Yeah. Right here in the middle of the summer, and uh, yeah, it's uh, pretty close to Christmas in July, you know, next week. <laughs> uh, six months from six months away from Christmas. Uh, but I hope you ha- still have some summer fun yet to uh, to get in before this uh, summer break is over. You know, school just seems like it starts earlier and earlier. It doesn't, but it does feel like it starts earlier and earlier. I mean, first of August, really by the end of July, first of August, summer's over. School starts back, and uh, once school starts back, especially if you have kids in the household, once school starts back, it really feels like summer's kind of over. So, uh, even though technically summer is not over till September twenty first or so, when school starts, that's the uh, the unofficial and for all intents and purposes, fent close of summer. So, so enjoy the next few weeks. Enjoy those next few weeks. Um, yeah, we got a big trip coming. Got a big trip coming to uh, Nashville. We're gonna travel take our travel trailer, make a big loop up to Nashville, spend a few, several, good part, better part of a week there. And then uh, loop on around, see my daughter in Charlotte. So we got this time next week, we'll be hopping on the road for a, for a long one. So, well, today, let's get down to it. Proverbs 26, as we continue our journey through the book of Proverbs this summer, we deal with a chapter every time we get together. And as I said yesterday, um, the next few weeks will be hit and miss. Um, it'll be just a couple of podcasts, a couple of episodes uh, each week, because uh, I'll be uh, in and out on vacation, so I, I won't be uh, every day. So though, just keep your eye o- uh, out for, uh, you know, wherever you listen to the podcast on Apple Music or Spotify or Anchor, through grab it off of Facebook or uh, wherever you see it, just keep your eye out. We'll We'll uh, chop away at the last few chapters here of Proverbs uh, a couple of weeks. And so uh, I would like to give you a little definitive, like, yeah, it'll be on Monday and Tuesday, or it'll be this day, but I don't really know yet. I really don't know. So um, I just know it won't be uh, won't be Monday through Thursday uh, as it usually is. So keep an eye out. Appreciate that. And uh, we'll, I'm working up a plan, working up a plan for when we get back to um, – Back at, back at it in uh, September. Um, not sure quite what I'm going to do in August yet. I, you know, it's kind of kind of thinking through some things. And so, um, but, yeah. 
be praying about that as we uh, as we head towards the fall and start to turn a, a, a new page and new you know, calendar or school year, not calendar year, and uh, you know, see where we need to go with this. All right, uh, Proverbs twenty six. If you have ideas, send them my way. If you hey, I'd love it if we do this, uh, maybe a book of the Bible or a, you know, whatever, uh, or a certain New Testament, Old Testament, whatever. Uh, Pastor Terry, uh, I'm sorry, you, the, the podcast, you can email me at Bible Study Podcast 2020, Bible Study Podcast 2020 at gmail.com. If you have a great idea for this fall that you'd like to see us consider, Bible Study Podcast 2020 at gmail.com. I'd love to hear it. All right, let's do this. Proverbs 26. Let's hear some wisdom from the Lord. See what he has to say to us into our own hearts today. Here we go. Chapter 26, verse 1, like snow in summer or rain in the harvest, honor is not fitting for a fool. Hmm. You ain't going to see no snow in the summer. You ain't going to see no rain in the harvest. That's how, And you ain't going to see no honor around a fool. <laughs> That's pretty clear. Yeah. Hmm. Verse 3. A whip for a horse, a bridle for a the donkey, and a rod for the back of fools. <laughs> oh man, that's coming on strong, and it's a, you know some, you know horses got to have correction, got a whip, bridle for a donkey, but a, the back of a fool was stubborn, mm. stubborn. Man, how many know some stubborn fools? Man, you, you may even said that before. Man, dude, I have a stubborn fool right there. Yeah, they seem to go together. Foolishness and stubbornness, sort of like a. Two sides of the same coin, really. I mean, it's hard to be a fool and not be stubborn. Stubborn is just just determined to do the same thing over and over, even though it's clearly not working. That's that's a, the stubbornness of a fool. Verse four: Do not answer a fool according to his folly, or you or you yourself will be just like him. Don't be, don't dive into that cesspool of foolishness. You know, you ever, you ever, you ever, you know, ever been near a conversation? You're like, man, I'm, not, I am not gonna jump in that crazy mess. It's not worth it. I'm not gonna, in, I'm not gonna indulge this fool in his folly. I'm gonna stay out of it. That's that's what the proverb's saying. Don't answer a fool according to his folly, or you yourself will be just like him. Don't don't waller, don't waller around in the in the foolishness. Somebody just talking crazy. Look, I'm, look, I'm not going. Just, I'm not going to talk about it. Not going to talk crazy. Not going to get in that foolishness. Mm, that's wisdom right there. And sometimes we just catch ourselves, right? We catch ourselves already in the. And you like, I cannot believe I'm having this conversation. I should have never gotten into this. I knew better. I knew better. But here I am having this conversation that I know is pointless and meaningless and foolish. And here I am. You know, when you find yourself in that situation, just back out. Say, you know what? This is not helpful. This conversation isn't productive. So uh, carry on. I'm out. <laughs> Peace out. Verse 5. Answer a fool according to his folly, or, or he will be wise in his own eyes. Hmm. It's just saying that's what a, that's what a foolish person wants. A foolish person just wants you to answer a foolish, you know, you answer a fool according to his folly, 
um, and and it basically it it will sh- if you do that if you answer a fool according to his folly he will be wise in his own eyes. See, see how wise I am. The only reason you look wise is because we ju- we just playing along with your foolishness. Yeah. So when you when you uh, when you answer a a fool according to his foolishness, you just validate their folly. You just validate their foolishness. Like, oh yeah, you see, I I am wise. See. So you know, we we got to come at we got to come at foolishness with something else called wisdom, <laughs> common sense. Yesterday we talked about patience as the new superpower. Power. So is common sense. Common sense is a superpower these days. You got some common sense, some wisdom, man. That's a superpower. You know, I noticed that preaching through some wisdom, different wisdom things this summer, man, people are so interested in wisdom, practical wisdom, just some practical common sense wisdom. And I think it's because we're such a deficit in our culture of wisdom, common sense, godly wisdom. There's such a deficit of it that people are hungry for it. They're like a sponge, soaking it up, sopping it up like a biscuit. Sopping it up like a biscuit on gravy. Ooh, that sounds good, y'all. I ain't gonna lie. Big old cracker barrel biscuit right now with some sawmill gravy. Gonna sop it up like a biscuit. Man, yes. That sounds delicious. But people be like that right now. They're sopping up wisdom like a biscuit. They're hungry. These people that are, that are truly discerning, they want some wisdom. Because this place, this world is crazy. Verse 6. Sending a message by the hands of a fool is like cutting off one's feet for drinking poison. You don't want to. You don't want to. You don't. You don't want to leave uh, uh, important information in the hands of a fool. Sending a message by the hands of a fool is like cutting off one's feet or drinking poison. Because the message will get twisted. You ever, uh, you ever, you know, give someone a message and it ends up going to someone else, and you're like, you're like, that ain't what I said. No, that's actually exactly the opposite of what I said. <laughs> it's exactly the opposite of what I said. So don't send a message by a fool. Verse seven, like the useless legs of one who is lame, is a proverb in the mouth of a fool. See, a fool ain't a fool. Never going to use these proverbs for any good. It's never going to get off the page. It's never going to get off the page and into the life. That's, but that's see, that's what that's the difference. What we want to do. We don't want the word of God just to stay on the page. We want the word of God to come off the page and, and planted in our hearts and lived out in our lives. Come on, y'all. That's what we want. We want the word of God not just to be words on a page, but to be words that are implanted in our hearts that are lived out in our lives. That's why we what we read, we pray, we change the world. I don't think I said that yet today, but yeah, that's what it's about. So useless is a proverb in the mouth of a fool because they're not living it out. Verse 8, like tying a stone in a sling is the giving of honor to a fool. Hmm. It's going to do damage. It's a weapon. (laughs) You give honor to a fool and you weaponize them. (laughs) Uh, Man, is that the truth? Verse 9. Like a thorn bush in a drunkard's hand. Ooh, just imagine that. Drunkard, drunkard's got a thorn bush. 
man, he going he going he going to scrape and scratch everything around in his in his way. Like a thorn bush in a drunkard's hand is a proverb in the mouth of a fool. He going to misuse it. He going to hurt somebody. He going to break something. He going to cut something. He going to tear something up. Hmm. Yeah. Verse 10. Like an archer who wounds at random is one who hires a fool or any passerby. And that's a good warning about, you know, hiring the right people, right? An archer, you can you can wound your team, you can wound your business, you can wound wound uh, your own reputation if you hire a fool or just any passerby. You don't properly vet the person. Like a, it's like an archer that who wounds at random, just firing arrows into the into the crowd. You're gonna hurt somebody. Do I like this one? This is a good one, y'all. Proverbs 26, 26, 11. As a dog returns to its vomit, so fools repeat their folly. Whoa, that's fire right there. Hmm. You've ever had a dog, you know they do that. They throw up, and then they go right. And you're like, get out of that! Stop it! That's gross. But that's what a that's what a fool does. Repeats their folly. They go right back to their vomit. As a dog returns to its vomit, so fools repeat their folly. Ooh, man, that's fire! That is fire right there. Verse twelve. Do you see a person wise in their own eyes? There is more hope for a fool than for him. What's hmm. yeah, that? Being, you know, arrogance and pride. See a person who's who's arrogant and proud. There's more hope for a fool than for that person, because pride comes before a fall, haughty spirit before destruction. Yeah, verse thirteen. A sluggard says, "There's a lion on the road, a fierce lion roaming in the streets." It's an excuse. Uh, basically, what you're saying is that's what a sluggard does. Oh, it's scary out there. It's scary and fear. They're motivated by fear. They don't want to do anything because they're motivated by, motivated by fear. So they just uh, they use fear as a, a as an excuse for inactivity, for a lack of initiative. Man. You ever people? Yeah, you know some people. You know, I bet you do. You know some people in your life that just they full of excuses, <clears throat> excuses why they can't do this, why they can't do that, why they can't change this why they can't change that well if i do well if i do that then this might happen if i do that then might it would be just excuse after excuse that's what that's a that's a characteristic of a sluggard yeah verse 14 as a door turns on its hinges so a sluggard turns on his bed mm. just goes round and round right just stays in the bed turning from one side to the other like a door on its hinges, slugger just tosses and turns in this bed all day long. That's all he do. That's all he do. Because he's scared. He's lazy. Verse 15. Here's some more slugger. There's like three or four sluggard ones here, right? Right in a row. Number 15, verse 15. A sluggard buries his hand in the, in the dish. He's too lazy to bring it back up to his mouth. Mm. Mm. The sluggard buries his hand in the dish. He is too lazy to bring it back to his mouth wow you know that you you maybe 
it's that idea that look, you sometimes you just can't. There's a point at which you can't do it for someone, right? You can give them pointers, you can give them opportunities, you can give them, uh, you can mentor them, you can set the example for them, you can give them, you can help them connect with the right people, you can guide them, but you can't eat for them. One of the hardest things to accept sometimes is when someone we love and we want, we want, here, here's the truth, guys. Some people, we want them to succeed more in life than they want, than they do. It's true. There are some people in life you want you want them to succeed more than they really want to succeed. And uh, and that's a difficult thing when you want more for them than they want for themselves. And uh, but you can't do it for them. You got to accept it, right? Because it's uh, you know the sluggard is like having a hand in the dish but won't bring it to their mouth. They could. It's right there. It just takes a little effort. Little output on their side, on their behalf, on their side, but they won't do it. You can't do it for them. Verse sixteen: A sluggard is wiser in his own eyes than several seven people who answer discreetly. <laughs> oh, sluggard is sluggard is wise in his own eyes, man. He think he's smart. He think he's clever. Yeah. I've seen people that's why they 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 they're they're smart in it. They use their intelligence as an excuse for laziness. There's, I mean, I've met people, man. They're so smart, but they're lazy, and they use their intelligence as an an excuse to be lazy. And they keep getting fired from jobs. They keep getting let go. They keep getting uh, downsized, and people keep trying to work around them and relocate them. And they, they use their arrogance, uh, their in intellectual arrogance as an excuse. The truth is they're lazy. You're smart, but you're lazy. That's your problem. Ooh. Intelligence is no excuse for laziness. Yeah. Sluggard is wiser in his own eyes than seven people who answer discreetly. Oh, I'm so, so much smarter than them. I'll, I'll do that. Uh, yeah. Verse 17, like one who grabs a stray dog by the ear. You know, this ain't going to be good. You grab a stray dog by the ear, you're going to get bit. Like one who grabs a stray dog by the ears is someone who rushes into a quarrel not their own. Ooh, boy, that one's good, y'all. You don't jump into a fight that ain't yours. It's like grabbing a stray dog by his ears. You're going to get bit. Like one who grabs a stray dog by the ears of someone who rushes into a quarrel not their own. <laughs> you think you're going in there trying to help, trying to settle things down. You jump into a quarrel, and what? You're going to get bit. Some people try to do that. They try to take sides in, in the argument that don't involve them. Just stay out of it. And you end up getting bit. We all have been in situations like that. It's like, you know what? There, there is, there's a, a no-win situation for me. I get in between this fight between this person and this person, I, I'm gonna lose. So I'm just staying out of it. This is there between them. This is their issue. This is their problem. They need to work it out. That's wisdom. Yeah. Interfering in someone else's argument is like yanking a dog's ear. You just might as well yank a dog's ear. <laughs> get bit on the leg. Why'd I get bit? Because you was yanking on the air. You were yanking in the air, man. You got to leave the mares alone. <laughs> Get your, your grandma paws off the dog's ears. 
Yeah, you don't want any part of that. We get enough trouble of our own, man. We got our own enough of our own issues to be to be jumping in someone else's issue. Ain't it one that don't even involve us? Mm-mm. No, I ain't got. Uh, no, thank you. No, thank you. Y'all, you can have that. Have that. Verse. Here we go. What's next? Uh, verse eighteen. Like a maniac shooting flames. Like shoot me. Shoot. Wait, sorry, let me try it again. Like a maniac shooting flaming arrows of death is one who deceives their neighbor and says, I was only joking. Ooh, man. Dude, you got you to gotta underline that one. Wow. Man. Just as damaging. I mean, do you know, just because you say, I was just joking, doesn't mean you didn't hurt somebody. You know, you say some things. I, I've done it, man. I have done some things because I... You know, I have that I have that sarcasm gene, <laughs> and I have, you know, I, it just my brain works weird, and so sometimes I say things, and and you know, maybe I was joking, but it doesn't matter if it hurts someone. It doesn't matter if it was a joke or not. Man, that's convicting. I've done that. Like I'm, I'm basically, what am I doing? I'm just shooting flaming arrows of death. Wow. Yeah, be careful, man. Some of you guys, you got a quick wit. You're you're funny. You're sarcastic. And sometimes it's funny, but sometimes it hurts people. And just because you say, I was just joking, doesn't mean you didn't hurt somebody. That doesn't take it away. Doesn't take away the hurt. Doesn't take away the damage. Mm-mm. So you got to be careful with that. Those arrow, that sarcasm can be a blessing. That sarcasm can be a, a gift in, in, a, in, in the right context, but also can do a lot of hurt. Speaking from one who has... Who 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 uh, who knows about that? Who can do that and has done that? Yep. Verse twenty. Without a wood, or here we go. Here we go. This is good. Without wood, a fire goes out. Without a gossip, a quarrel dies down. Listen to that. Wow. You take the wood out of a fi- out of a fire. It's going. The fire going to go down. You take a gossip out of a quarrel. The quarrel is going to die out. Gossips keep quarrels going on. They keep, that's that chatter, right? They keep it going on when it should be done. And that's the truth. Verse 21, a charcoal to embers and as wood to fire, so is a quarrelsome person or kindling strife. Same idea, right? A quarrelsome person, man, they're going to find, they're going to, they're going to stir up a fire everywhere they go. They're going to stir up a fight. They're going to stir up some issues everywhere they go. Just like charcoal to embers and as wood to fire. That's what a quarrelsome person does. They they kindle strife. Man. Verse 22. The words of a gossip are like choice morsels. They go down to the inmost parts. Mmm, some gossip. Yummy. <laughs> right? We all have that thirst, man. That's why that's why tabloid TV and gotcha journalism. We people eat it up. We eat it up. Why? Because gossip is like a choice morsel. It goes down to the inmost parts. Mm-mm-mm. <laughs> we love us some juicy gossip. Yeah, we got we to gotta curb our appetite for that stuff, man. Got to try to curb our appetite for that. Uh, because it goes into the inmost, inmost parts and it poisons us. Hmm. Verse 23, like a coating of silver dross on earthenware, or fervent lips with an evil heart. Ooh. 
like a coating of silver dross on earthenware, or fervent lips with an evil heart. Does damage. Looks good on the outside, but on the inside, got a bad, he's got bad intention. Bad intention. Verse 24. Enemies disguise themselves with their lips, but in their hearts they harbor deceit. So it, the wisdom there is uh, enemies can disguise. Don't, don't look at what they're saying. Look at what they're doing, right? Um, if, you wanna, if you wanna find your enemy, no, don't just listen to what they're saying. Watch what they're doing. Because with their actions, they're telling you what they really think and how they really feel. And, and if they're really with you or not. Enemies disguise themselves with their lips. They'll, they'll, they'll talk up a storm. You're like, oh, yeah, yeah, we're on the same page. But their actions are telling you a totally different story. But they're in their hearts, they harbor deceit. Verse 25. Though their speech is charming, do not believe them. For seven abominations fill their hearts. Hmm. I think that goes along with verse 24. I think I stopped that one. Let me, let me read that all together, because I think that all goes together. Enemies disguise themselves with their lips, but in their hearts they harbor deceit. Though their speech is charming, do not believe them, for seven abominations fill their hearts. Yeah, those go together. They're looking, and it goes on. Their malice may be concealed by deception, but their wickedness will be exposed in the assembly. They can conceal their, their malice with fancy words, but their actions are going to speak louder. So if you wonder if someone's an enemy, don't listen to what they're saying. Oh, they're saying such nice things. They say they love me. They say they care for me. They say they're my friend. They say they're for me. They say they want me to succeed. What are they, what are they doing? They say they want what's best for me. Yeah, but where, what are they doing? <laughs> right? That's, that's, how you, that's, how you, that's how you discern. If they really are all those things for you, then their actions will be consistent with those words. If their actions are inconsistent with their words, listen, if, you're, if someone's actions are inconsistent with their words, believe the actions. Let me say that again. When someone is saying one thing and doing another, when the words are inconsistent with the actions, and you're wondering, which one should I believe? Should I believe what they're saying or what they're doing? always believe what they're doing because that's what's really in their heart. Verse 27. Whoever digs a pit will fall into it. If someone rolls a stone, it will roll back on them. That's just having being malicious. You're trying to hurt someone else. You're trying to set a trap for someone else. You're trying to get someone else in trouble. You're just trying to, you know, frame someone else. You're going to, that trap going to catching you. You try, to, you try to crush somebody else, that stone that you're using to try to crush somebody else is going to end up crushing you. Yeah. Verse 28. A lying tongue hates those it hurts, and a flattering mouth works ruin. You got to be careful, yeah. A lying tongue hates its victims. Yeah. If you're lying about someone, you're not showing love. He's like, I know I lied about you, but I do love you. Well, that's not love. Love does. <laughs> love is an action. You know, it, love is the way we do things. And so if you look through 1 Corinthians chapter 13, 
Love is patient. Love is kind. Love never fails. Love keeps no record of wrong. These are, these are all things love does. So if one says, I, I, I love you, but they uh, do keep record of wrong. Uh, they are not patient. They are not long-suffering. They, uh, you know, then whatever they have is not love. <laughs> they may have something. They may have an, an affection for you, an affinity for you, but love is something you do. It's the way you act towards someone else. It's, the, it's an action. It's not just a, a sentiment. Um, so a lying tongue hurt, hurt, uh, hates those that hurts. And flattering and a flattering mouth works ruin. You got to be careful with flattery, man. Right? Sometimes uh, it happens a lot with young people, I think, when we're younger. Sometimes people can flatter us so much uh, that we start to believe it. We start to believe that we, we, would, we really don't have to do anything to, to become um, all that God wants us to be, that we're just going to uh, somehow magically materialize into this wonderful thing that people tell us we are. Hmm. Right? Yeah. Oh, you're gonna be. Uh, you're gonna be a. You're gonna be a leader. You're gonna. You're gonna. You know, in ministry, you're gonna have a ministry of thousands and thousands. Uh, be careful with that. Be careful with that. First of all, I'm not even sure if that's the goal of ministry. <laughs> uh, and secondly, be careful with that flattery because it can bring ruin. Uh, yeah. It's got to be careful. Oh, yeah, you're going to build a business. Your business is going to be highly, majorly successful. You're going to make hundreds of thousands, millions of dollars. Be careful with that. It actually can work the opposite way. It can, it can, it can ruin people. All right, you guys, thanks so much for being on today. Reading Proverbs 26, you guys are awesome. Hey, let's, uh, let's pray. Lord, thank you so much for your holy word. Thank you for this wisdom that you've given to us in your word. May we not be just those who hear it but also apply it. Take it off the page and put it in our hearts and live it out in our lives. Help us to be people who are wise today. Help us to say the right things, to be discerning, to be loving, to be kind, to be wise. Lord, help us to use the superpower of wisdom in today's world. Lord, may you bless my friends and encourage them today. Give them strength in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you, guys. Thank you guys so, for so much for being a part today. We'll see you next time. Thank you for joining us today on Pastor Terry's Bible Study Podcast. We hope you enjoyed today's show. If this episode has been an encouragement to you, please help us by spreading the word about the podcast. You can do that by giving us a thumbs up, subscribing, and sharing it with your friends. You can also find me, Pastor Terry, as well as Bayside Church in Safety Harbor, Florida, on all social media platforms. The church you will find at Bayside Church SH. Again, thank you for being with us today and for sharing this podcast with your friends. Until next time, remember, God's word is true. Everything else is merely commentary. God bless you. We'll see you next time.